Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adana thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And I am always so grateful and so thankful to have opportunity to express myself. And someone's think I'm doing such and such a thing for the people, but I am the one who's encouraging us to begin to do what we need to do for ourselves so that we are having a very impactful influence on all of our other selves. And we've seen with the protests that have gone all over the world that people can really get along, all hues of people, all nations and races of people. But the issue is we're still seeing the impact and the effect of believing those who are liars those who are motivated by something other than that which is truly in the best interest of the people when they are following the edicts of people like Bill Gates and Fauci and the World Health Organization and all of these ones to perpetuate this lie called Corona virus and to have people really all over the world masking to the degree to which they are literally creating more toxins in their systems and not releasing that which was intended to be released. So how is it that we want to be respected as an intelligent people, but then we follow those who have already proven that they do not have anybody's best interests at heart? And so as those ones who are invested, heavily invested in the pharmaceutical industries are counting their ducats in terms of how much money they expect and anticipate making from billions of vaccines, thinking that they can vaccinate everybody in the world. But when you know that these ones are working towards the depopulation, then why would people be consistently following them? And those who are touted as being very conscious and whatnot are doing so also. And so it's somewhat bizarre. It's like being in the twilight zone to see the amount of brutality by those who are supposedly sworn to serve and protect to be the violators. So what do you do when the police are murderers and liars and usurpers? How can you trust them? How can you trust those who beat up children and shoot children in the streets? And so we're in a real crisis, but we've been in crisis for quite some time. And the movement of the people is what needs to happen. But to move us to the degree to which the bowels are moving consistently daily, six, seven times a day with 30 feet of intestines in the majority, I won't even say the majority, so many ones are retaining waste or so much overweight so that the real movement that really needs to happen is that every spirit that is in a body is respecting truly that the body is divinely designed and designed divinely to the degree to which we will no longer be eating the flesh of dead animals. Dead pigs, dead chickens, dead ducks, dead fish, dead squid, dead octopus, dead crab, dead lobster. And see, 
it's very difficult to really think that people are truly sincere about doing what's in their best interest when they obviously don't really understand what's truly in their best interest, that they will follow those who don't have their best interests at heart. And so to protest and to be in mass, in numbers, and then be masked is, is really bizarre. But maybe it's just me that sees the strangeness of that, that you're protesting against the misuse, the abuse of ones and ones against other ones, but then we are self-abusing and feeling somewhat entitled to do that which undermines us and then are consistently exercising that which is truly detrimental to us, which is consistently and continuously putting money in the pockets of those who don't care. You understand? So old money in America came from sugar, slaves, oil, beef, pork, chicken, dairy. And so to have an understanding and an understanding that when we have the same numbers of people who are masked coming to that place and space where they will no longer support the violation of their own selves and do everything they possibly can as quickly as they possibly can to really promote cellular liberation so that the agenda and objectives of those ones who are committed to the depopulation of the planet have no power and no sway in their lives. Now, within the context of uh, the hues of people, we have from the lowest low to the highest high of different degrees of consciousness of ones and ones. You've got those that we could refer to as as the, the bottom feeders, you know, those ones who just eat any freaking thing and just have no conscientiousness about the rights of other ones to have anything. They feel entitled, but this country was founded on that kind of energy. And people have forgotten, seemingly, that there is still karmic debt based on the inception of this country and the disenfranchisement of the indigenous ones who are here on all of the continents. So, you know, to think that people can truly be successful when they have literally sown the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death and created a multi-trillion dollar economy with it, that there could be anything other than a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. But there's a karmic debt to that because there is justice. And the justice for of humanity and humankind to have facilitated the violation and the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination of a billion or more creatures on an annual basis that know that the human population and humankind are definitely having issues. And these are the issues that have crystallized in the tissues that are showing up as heart disease and cancer and diabetes and obesity and the uh, Alzheimer's and the dementia and the Parkinson's and the fibromyalgia and all of these other issues. So to really put so much emphasis on corona when the pandemic that has been in effect is still in full effect and that there is really no way for corona to catch up with in terms of the death toll of those ones who 
have died from the cancers, those ones who died from alcohol misuse and abuse and drug misuse and abuse and pharmaceutical misuse and abuse. So I'm just saying, why is it that the people are not more conscientious? Because the nature of the chemicals that are saturating their tissues is that they modify behavior to the degree to which people are not able to discern and to distinguish really, truly what's in their best interest until they come to the place and space where they are consciously caring to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing to undermine themselves, their selves, or the lives of anything or anybody else. And so our now moment is requiring us to really realize that you can't continue to bring this poison into your system. You know, so why wear masks if you're going to eat the flesh of dead animals? Why wear masks if you're going to smoke? Why wear masks if you're drinking alcohol? Why wear masks when you are already a ticking time bomb for any kind of sickness, illness, and disease that is already there? which makes the wearing of masks consistently over time even more detrimental because the exhalation is filled with the toxins that are being freed from the cells through the exhalation, through the breath. And so as we are having the realization that the the genocide is still in full effect, that the protesting and whatnot really has done nothing to really uh, thwart the genocide, when people are so committed to the lawlessness and it's, and lawlessness not in terms of the rioting and you know what um, pro- provocateurs were paid to create all of this mayhem and chaos but the police and those who have been licensed to kill you know have to have within themselves whatever is needed in order to give them a sense of remorse for the misuse and the abuse. You know, we, as a a melanin-dominated people, you know, we have been swayed. We do what we have seen the dominant culture do, but to realize that we have been influenced by a people who love killing, who have invested so much in debt, so much in suppression and oppression and whatnot, that there is no way that just being melanin dominated saves you from something that you have been co-conspirating, complacent, and complicit with. And so we have to look at those ones who really, really want to see changes in the world to the degree to which the police are no longer brutal. You know, that they are conscious and conscientious, caring individuals that have children of their own, mothers and fathers of their own, who are in a place where they realize the the duty, obligation, and responsibility of what it is to be, what it is to be man, the progenitor of lineages, what it is to be wound man, the perpetuator of lineages, and to know that regardless of what jobs we may work, that duty, obligation, and responsibility in being is to exalt life, not to beat people down. You understand? So what many of those ones who were just as brutal uh, a few decades ago where they really rejoiced in hanging black men, castrating, beating up, tar and feather, dragging, I'm just saying that that energy is a sick energy. 
You understand? And so we have to realize the illness that the United States of America has perpetuated, not just around the world, but right here within their own populace. And so a people who undermine their own people, a people who facilitate the uh, toxification of the bodies of children through artificial colors and flavors and white sugars and all of these things that modify their behavior and put them in a place and space where they are not able to really unfold and develop into the who's that they truly are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence to understand that yeah, it's not going to end well until we, particularly we as women, women of all hues, make the determination that it is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to truly honor the who that we each are as the nurturers, the nourishers, the healers. We should not abdicate our abdicate our duty, obligation, and responsibility to those in white coats who are facilitating the agenda of those ones who have rallied behind the banners of being white supremacists or feeling that they themselves had something superior to everybody else on the planet when everything that they reverence and worship, you know, in materiality from the gold, the diamonds, the oil, the, uh, the coffee, the platinum, the uranium, everything is under the soils of where black people are in the world. But yet they say the people themselves are worthless. They're, they're useless eaters, useless feeders. And I'm just saying is that we have to realize what wickedness is. You understand and there's no supremacy in wickedness. We all are impacted and affected by the agenda that is genocide and depopulation. Everybody. So for those who've lost loved ones to cancer and heart disease, those who've seen their family members eat themselves to death, those who have seen the deterioration that has come as a result of the alcohol and the tobacco use and the cancer and all of that. So I'm just saying, no, everybody's affected by it. And it's time for us to come to a point in place where we are making a full, wholehearted commitment to consciously step out of the way of harm. Because as long as you're complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with your own demise, as long as you are the perpetuator of sickness, illness, disease, and death within yourself, yourselves, and other ones who have been... Uh, given to you for loving and nourishing and nurturing and exalting. I'm just saying it's not going to end well for anybody except for those who care to make the shift and to make the change of progression. To realize that life itself is divine and so many ones do not have a proper orientation of realizing that we are already in the realm of eternity on a planet that is spinning in space and the space in which we in is cosmic. And so our first citizenship is cosmic. First, middle, and last. I mean, you always be a citizen of the cosmic. From the dust we've come into the dust we shall return. That's not the dirt. We didn't come up out the dirt. We came through the wounds of our mother's spark by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers. And then nobody really is exalting the reality of the sacredness and the divinity of being. And this is where the consciousness of whoever will survive the devastation of, of inebriation, intoxication, stupefaction, and all of that, to come to a point where we are consciously reaching for life and seeing the power of God that, that shows up as we are really honoring the oneness of us. See, 
the police represent a very small number of people. Even those who were beating other ones up, a very small number of people, what you were witnessing is seeing thousands and thousands of people of all hues be on one accord, walking together, marching together, protesting together. See, there's a there's that which is happening. And whatever it is you're focusing on, it really becomes more expansive. So, you know, when the people themselves dis- decide that they will be self-governing, and that's why the mask need to come off, because there's no way that you can truly protest the... Uh, Wickedness and the violation of those ones who are violators when you, when you follow them, when you eat from them, when you eat like them, when you have not really asked the right question as to what makes a people feel like they are entitled to be able to, to capture you and enslave you and beat you and rape you and hang you and sodomize you and sell you into sex trafficking and, and, and have sex with children and all of this is because of the defilement of the blood with the rot of the pigs and the chickens and the tobacco and the alcohol and the eggs and all of these things. And so in our now moment, it's time for us to realize that care is what we must do to get beyond all of the divisiveness, all of the stuff that makes you question, question whether there is God. But the people have to come to a place where we care to be godly, where we want to be rightly aligned in in realizing that we were given certain principles to live by and loving that which beats our hearts and breathes us with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might. To consciously care, to live, to honor our parentage, honor our mothers and fathers, to really care, to represent them in the light that brings pride and glory unto them. To realize that we are here to know and to master love, to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. But if we're desecrating and defiling ourselves, that is how you're going to treat everybody else. So that now you got to pay attention to what people do to themselves to see how they will honor or dishonor you. And now it's like, how can you trust the people who have already proven that they truly don't have your best interest at heart. So know who, who it is. But when you yourself don't have your best interest at heart, then you come under the auspices of other ones. So we begin to attract things to us. And so parenting is so important because it is the parent that lays foundation for the degrees of Oppression and suppression and violation and things and what children and other ones are attracting to them. You know, our grandparents used to say, our grandmothers used to say, you know, you have to keep keep them prayed up. But when you keep praying them up, but you keep filling them up with the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and sodas and artificial colors and artificial flavors and all of these things, and understand that it's going to really create some other issues that are not going to be comforting, not going to be pretty, not going to be that which you can really see as blessedness. And so in our now moment, realize that to exalt a full life's urge is what all intelligences do. And to come to a point where it matters that we take every opportunity 
every situation and circumstance to really polish ourselves to realize that it's about being, it's not so much about doing. The substance and the quality of beings that we are that lay foundation for our true successes in life. There are those who would have you think that success in capitalism is success in life, success in conquest is success in life, success in setting your goals and meeting those goals are success in life. But the real success in life is living lovingly, compassionately, mercifully, forgivingly, creatively, dynamically, in reverence and appreciation and gratitude and thanksgiving and to understand how the magic begins to happen when we truly care to exalt the divinity of existence and to recognize it everywhere to get to a point and place where that's all we see and for those ones who are so insecure those ones who feel as though that they have the right to be brutal and to see you know the footage of all of these Uh, ones who want to be respected as intelligent people just beat people to death. It's like these people are some sick people. And there's no fear we should really have of them. But you can't put yourself in harm's way either. You know, you got to learn how to walk this walk. You got to learn how to be. You understand? To be in a place where you don't draw devastation to yourself. And that you are in a direct line of light with your angels, your guides, your guardians, your ancients, and functioning under the auspices of your soul. See, where you are exalting a full effort in your living and your loving and your rejoicing and your enhancing and your standing, you are consciously carrying to be, to be all of who you were born to be is this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, then you get a little leverage. You don't find yourself in situations and circumstances that are detrimental. And so for where we are right now, just remember that everywhere you are, you dwell in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. It's beating your heart and breathing you. And see, the issue in terms of how they're cooking the books, in terms of the COVID-19, I'm just saying the media, you know, they can say whatever they want to say. They're just doing all kinds of things. They've been lying and lying and lying for a long time. And so we have to realize that our responsibility is to truly be self-governing. And so it matters that we are mastering ourselves, mastering ourselves to the degree to which we have no lust and no passions and no things that put us in harm's way. And it could be seemingly simple things. Like Trayvon Martin going out at night by himself to pick up a bag of Skittles and iced tea and losing his life. Who would have thought? But then when you look at the ingredients that's in Skittles and see all of the chemicals that are in it, you understand, and that's what I'm saying, of people who undermine and market poison to children. The food industry is representative of the death industry. And even though you may enjoy feeding off the flesh of dead animals, I'm just saying it's going to create and has its own karmic debt. There is justice in it. So justice for billions of creatures who are dying and being killed and slaughtered every year so that they could rot in your body temples. That justice is in disease. It's in the cancer. It's in the heart disease. It's in all of that. And so our first line of defense 
is to respect the right of these animals to have the right to their lives and for you to have the responsibility of correcting yourself by liberating yourselves. The methodology of our oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning. The methodology of our liberation is to liberate ourselves, oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, alkalizing, and opening up all channels of elimination so that the nitrates and nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the, all the preservatives and flavorings and stabilizers and whatnot. See, the issue is the chemicals. And so they want you to think that it's a virus, but it's not really the viruses. It's the activation of uh, the cleansing that's happening as a result of the uh radio waves or whatever that's coming from the 5G and all of this. So we've got so much energy around us with the Wi-Fi and all of the electricity and all of that. So we got to defrag and get, get to the salts and put the salts in the body to alkalize and really give us leverage over all of it. So the intelligence of existence is truly greater than anything that man can create. But when your blood is defiled, and when you are not conscious and conscientious and caring about being in full alignment and attunement with that which beats your heart and breathes you, then you are destined for a tragic date with fate. But we can correct ourselves, we can cleanse ourselves, we can be renewed and rebirth, but we can't continue to follow those who have no light, those who have an objective and an agenda for the demise of everything and everybody. See, those ones who refer to themselves as uh, Caucasians or white people or whatever. It's just like you you have no grace and protection either because they're killing you just like they're killing everybody else. I'm just saying, having you killing yourself and those ones, that's what I'm saying, those ones who are brutal, the brutality, whether it's from the athletes, from the military, you understand, from the police, all of them are known to be abusive with their families, with their wives, with their children. You understand? And that in and of itself is a sickness because you are disconnected from the reality of the oneness. You understand? So a man who beats and rapes his wife or other ones is a man who is in pain as a result of his own violation at whatever level. But the violation that is charged upon the blood is the root of it all, whether it's granddaddy, great-granddaddy, how much ever. You understand, to be in a room full of people who have all been violated and devastated as children, you spend 15, 16, 17, 18 years with somebody and it take you 60 years to get over it. The foundation of that is having been fed the flesh of dead animals the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows. I mean, I have to say it over and over again so that we understand how to shift and how to change so that we are truly doing the work that needs to be done in order to really be the progression of us as lineages of people, the progression of us as generations, the progression of us in terms of who we are as intelligent beings and the progression of us in terms of our aligning ourselves with Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and atoning for our having partaken of the flesh and blood of other beings when we were told not to kill. And nobody is beyond the law, above the law. We're all held by it. 
So whatever issues that are crystallizing in those tissues, you've got to see some results, some harvest from those seeds that were sown. And I'm the one to remind you that you have support to clear, cleanse, consecrate, and step off the path of adulteration onto the path of everlasting life. This is Adama. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama. Well, I emphasize the wholeness that we should have as whole beings, man, womb, man, both, and neither, as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely each and every one of us. And in our now moment, we realize that there are many variations of the intelligence of existence that has manifested and more manifested itself in us as us and we've been tainted with and so there are some seemingly aberrations in terms of our male and female selves and I'm saying whatever it is the fact that we have a beating heart and we're breathing God is with us and we should be held to some degree of responsibility and accountability to seek our highest self because regardless of what our desires and appetites are and have been we are here to master ourselves and to master this realm. And our sensuality, our sexuality, our spirituality should be oneness, bound in absolute love and a care to be exemplary in our loving being. And being loving and it's all inclusive. It's not just for one person over here and one person over there, but when we bind one another with one another in the, the merging, the marriages, then it matters that we understand that marriage is the curriculum for practicing God and Goddesshood. It is requiring of, of us the patience and consistency and the diligence and unconditionality of what it is to love and forgive and to really go deeper within ourselves when we are seeing things show up that we don't really care for. So it requires us to really be in a place where we can grow. And we've not been properly supported socially or culturally to really know how to cultivate real loving relationships. And so we have to reach for it. It's not beyond us because we didn't see it or because they had it, but we didn't see anybody else. Our grandparents did it, and these ones did it, and those did it. But, you know, nine times out of ten in this culture and society, we see people are loving each other to death. And so there is a progression that we should be facilitating as a result of our love of life and our love of that which beats our heart and breathes us and to come to a point in place where we realize that we have even greater opportunity for the fulfillment in what it is to be man and woman, one with each other, separate and apart, but always harmonize within the will of existence when each one is committed to life and exalting a full life's urge and honoring and respecting the reality that we are combinations of the same energies, water, fire, air, and earth, spirit. And to have a wholehearted desire for wholeness, to have the desire for uh, being 
complementary. And he said, we may not be just like each other, but we may be complementary to each other. And if each of us aspires and is successful in consistently raising forward in the light of the truth of ourselves, then we have a much greater opportunity to realize the blessing that we are to and with one another. And so digging deep and reaching higher to stand completely immersed in the conscientiousness, the mindfulness, the thoughtfulness, the regard, the reverence, the appreciation and appreciative love of dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence to realize that that which is life is God. And to be in a place where we are lackadaisical, that we are not really immersed in a full gratitude and thanksgiving for the blessedness of being because we don't feel well. It's very difficult to really rejoice when your cells are full of toxicity. It's difficult to have the optimism and the faith and to dwell in the knowing of oneself as a creator of situations, circumstances, conditions, and to know that we create from what it is we are imaging, what it is we're seeing, what it is we have desire for, what it is that has value to us, and the greater the intensity of intention, but also the more we are attuned with our capacity for serving, it's better than just being in a place where we are just hell bound in selfishness. And that's the selfishness that puts us in a place where we are wanting or someone's are wanting to take from other ones. You know, we see all of that. You know, we grew up watching, you know, cops and robbers and all of these things. And to know that this country was founded on the usurpation and the uh, stealing and murdering, I'm just saying is that, you know, these people have forgotten. They've forgotten from whence they've come. And I'm saying, no, Mother Earth hadn't forgotten. The spirits haven't forgotten. The animals haven't forgotten. All right? There's still karmic debt to be paid. And so that debt has to be paid. There's no way to avoid it. Unless one consciously cares to be fully repentive. To be in a place where it really matters that we clear and cleanse ourselves from the violation. Which is the foundation of the violence. When you have a people who feel as though they have to kill other ones to eat and feed off of them, then it creates a serious aberration of desire and appetite that lays foundation for all of the other ugliness that shows up. And so as we are committing ourselves to liberation, committing ourselves towards raising completely up, committing ourselves to being of the quality of character and statue and virtue that is harmonious with the truth of the ones that we be is these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme reality that we are stepping off the path of adulteration onto the path of maturation where the core divinity of our being is being cultivated and nourished and nurtured and 
facilitated in its unfoldment so that we are meeting the requisites for our continuance in existence through the process of self-actualization and self-realization and being harmonized with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, so that we have no malice towards anyone. And those ones who have been violators, those ones who have felt entitled, who treat us like we have no value, but they have built their wealth upon the wealth that we have provided in our labor and our ingenuity and our creativity, they did not have to tell us how to do every freaking thing. And so we're in a now moment where we are regaining ourselves. We're in a now moment where we're remembering and being in a place and space where we're realigning, reattuning, reconciling, harmonizing with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to be able to function under the auspices of our soul so that no man has power and authority over us. When he and they are not in any authority because they have no control over themselves and they are lawless. And so it matters. We have to really flex and strengthen those God and Goddess muscles so that nothing controls us greater than the light of, of truth and the peace and the poise and the power of being harmonized within the laws of life and the love of life and knowing that love is triumphant because it is the fulfillment of the law and then knowing the love and radiating it and being filled and permeated in every atom and every cell of our being with it, we have the opportunity to come to power. And being potent and powerful, influential, that we are rising to the challenges of liberation. Liberating from all of those things that would have us in a place and space where we are depressed and saddened and and fear and trepidation and inhibition and all of those things that make us question where God is. And so we have to know that there is nowhere where the intelligence of existence is not. And the evil and the distortion and the wickedness is coming because of the violations of the law, the killing, the usurpation, the prostitution and prostitution is coming forward in many ways in the sense that you um, ones and ones are getting paid to do things that are not or that may be truly detrimental depleting laying foundation for levels of spiritual mental emotional and physical deficiency and depravity and degradation and stuff. And so, get real clear about what you want with the rest of your life. And I would encourage you to realize that the rest of your life is an eternal life if you would come to that place and space where it truly matters to you to master the process of praying without ceasing, loving that which beats your heart and breathes you with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might, 
consciously caring to exalt a full effort in honoring and glorifying the lineages that you represent. For all of the ones whose names we can call and the ones whose names we will never know, to walk the face of this earth on behalf of all of those who did not, who could not, who did not know how to, those ones who have come and gone too soon, those ones whose lives were taken from them. In Desancy, there is justice and there is peace, and the more the, the, uh, the more swift our remembrance and our realigning, our reconciliation with the will of existence, the swifter the fall of those who have been in ill will. <laughs> you understand? So you have to be a ill and sick people to create multi-trillion dollar industry in sickness, illness, disease, and death. It's not sustainable. So there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death for those who've been complicit and complacent, co-conspirating with sickness, illness, disease, and death, sowing those seeds, feeding from it. Then there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. They can call it whatever they want. I'm saying it is justice. And it is the fullness of what we have sown the seeds for. So if we don't like what's showing up as the harvest, then we have opportunity in the now moment. But you have to embrace the now moment. You can't keep putting it off. You can't wait for another day. You really need to jump in it, get in it, and really get to a point in place where it truly, truly matters to you. The following is a Public Affairs Bulletin Board announcement brought to you by your station for progressive information and hand-picked quality music, WRFG 89.3 FM, WRFG.org. Greetings, family. This is Ross Kofi, the farmer, and I'll be playing roots rock reggae music with my band at the Arts Exchange on July 24th as part of the Reimagined Democracy Art and Justice Festival. There'll be music, performances, poets, wellness and family justice workshop, voter registration, and more. July 24th and 25th, noon to 9 p.m., both days at the Arts Exchange in East Point, Georgia. 404-624-4211 for more information or www.artsexchange.org. That's A-R-T-S-X-C-H-A-N-G-E.org. To stand, to stand on behalf of life, to stand on behalf of the lineages that you represent, to be in a place and space where you can just imagine all of your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and the great-great and the great-great and great-great and all of those ones being very proud of you because they see the quality of being that you become because they really are so pleased, pleased with you. And it matters. It should matter to us for all of the sacrifices that were made for us to be in a place and space where we're not living haphazardly, we're not living dangerously, we're not complicit and complacent with our own oppression and suppression, that we're clear enough to see our way. And where we can't see it, we know that the Creator is there. And we are lifting our voices and opening up our hearts unto it. 
giving thanks for the forgiveness, for the clearing and the cleansing of our mind, our hearts, our spirits, so that we are able to be as light as a feather, to hold no animosity, no malice, no hatred towards anybody. And even in light of those ones who felt entitled to take the lives of those that we've loved and those who followed the system of things and they were careless with their lives, I'm saying we have the opportunity to walk a stronger walk, to exalt a full life's urge to be in a place where we are not just regurgitating the problems but we know that the solution lies in our discipline our care our reestablishing the integrity of our character and virtue our high ethic and morality and to be in a place where we are patient with ourselves but the patience is not about a consistent and continuous past to continue to do that which need not be done but the patience is in knowing that it took time to create the situations and circumstances that have crystallized in our tissues regardless of what they've been called. And that's why we have to be diligent and consistent daily in reaching for that which is oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, alkalizing, and do what is required to facilitate opening up all channels of elimination so that those toxins and poisons and chemicals and organisms and viruses and bacteria can be flushed from our body tissues and that we are literally creating the quality of blood that facilitates the quality of consciousness of one who knows of a surety its worthiness and deservedness is this point of the presence of the absolute and eternal. And so on behalf of the whole of existence itself, of which Mother Earth is a very small part, on behalf of our wholeness as a planet, as a people, upon the planet, who have come and who should be able to leave having fulfilled the objectives of having been here self-actualization, self-realization and harmonizing in the laws of existence so that we are leaving as embryonic gods and goddesses having earned it and respected the cosmic trust that we were given in the issuing in of 
light bearers and light beings in doing our due diligence in caring and protecting in uplifting, honoring, enriching, enhancing, facilitating, growing, cultivating, working, laboring in light and in love. And because you have access to this kind of thought and quality of love over these airwaves, I'm asking you to honor that you have so much available to you that you can share some of it with us by going to wrfg.org and making a donation there and add your $47 birthday gift to it. You can cash app it. (laughs) 404-523-3471. You can send a check or a money order to 1083 Austin Avenue. Atlanta 30307 that's a little five points you can walk your donation in there the office will be open from 11 to 3 and that you are also having the opportunity to go from directly from your bank account through Zelle and if you have any questions you can call it 404-523-3471 during office hours and remember that you have opportunity to get the support that you require in order to make the most expeditious cellular clearing cleansing this ease reversal in consciousness expansion possible in the least amount of time the least amount of money when you are connecting with me directly at 678 Seven six zero nine two nine nine, and to know that each of us has been gifted to the earth, and we have come with gifts that um, is our inheritance through our heritage, through our lineages. So our clearing and purification, our renewal, our getting to a point where we are literally honoring the divine design of our beings and realizing that we have to breathe. You understand? Stop chanting, I can't breathe. Yes, you can breathe and breathe. (laughs) Breathe as much as you possibly can, as deeply as you possibly can. Then let's start doing some breath work. It matters. Because life is in the breath and nobody could live without it. You understand? These ones who feel as though they have entitlement to be shooting and killing people and whatnot, they are going to suffer for that. There is no way in hell you can create a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and survive it. There is no way that you can be murderous and and survive it. And the issue is, is that... You know, people, some of these people think that, you know, there's no life after this anyway, so what the hell? You know, they got to die from something. So, we are not to be fighting a war with these people. We have been warred against for long enough. And the issue is coming to a point where we are not a detriment to ourselves nor ourselves, that we will aspire towards the cleanliness 
the purity of heart and mind, the deliberate intensity of intention to be in a state of consistent growth and unfoldment, maturation and consciousness expansion, to do that which facilitates our wellness, our health, our wholeness, and to master the forgiveness, the releasing of that which has been a burden upon our spirits. And so in our now moment, we can accomplish what we will. But the issue for us is cultivating our will, our desire, our capacity for visioning and seeing, the wholeness, and serving life. Everything in life serves us. And as we are really acknowledging the divinity of existence and no longer supporting the violation of other beings and cleansing from the violation, renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, becoming whole. This is the greatest way and the most expeditious path to being victorious and triumphant and laying foundation for a greater way, a better day being harmonized within the will of existence, the laws of existence, and particularly with the exaltation of the divine feminine in the resurrection of womanhood so that we are realigning ourselves with duty, obligation, and responsibility as the perpetuators of life. We are the first teachers as well as the healers. And uh, even though you may be going on with the computer and giving these children all of these curriculums for that the, the school and the state have to sign off on, how you live is actually school. How you live, how you're living in your home, the way that you live is school. You're always teaching. And so our children, as we should have learned as children, childhood is about learning the discipline how to obey, how to cooperate, how to respond correctly, how to do what you're told to do and anticipate what needs to be done and to have the initiative, take initiative to do it. And it's also the time where we have the opportunity to talent target, to find out what they're good at, what are their interests, and to begin to cultivate, you understand? So we, as women, as men, as mothers, as fathers, as grandmothers, grandfathers, aunties, uncles, sisters, and brothers, there is no greater work than our reconciliation in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence. To be supremely present and supremely intelligent. Intelligent enough to know that when we ask, when we knock, when we seek, when we apply ourselves, when we hold vision, when we stop poisoning ourselves, when we stop working on behalf of the corporate deities of death, when we begin to truly rejoice in the gifts and the blessedness of being with a perfect contentment, because we realize that there is nothing we can beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are, but naked. So on behalf of our, the lineages that we represent, those whose names we can call and those whose names we'll never know, let us rise in the love, in the light, 
and salvation and liberation as resurrected ones in the establishment of absolute law, absolute order, and the absolute and eternal government. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle with the Dhamma, your voice of a resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Have a good night. I love you. Thank you.